Thanks for listening to the Mornings with Carmen LaBerge podcast, made available thanks to support from listeners just like you. Your daily encouragement that God has the world in the hollow of his hand. This is Mornings with Carmen LaBerge on Faith Radio. If we're going to fly, we fly like eagles. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is the 28th of June, 2023, a much-anticipated day here at Faith Radio because today is the Day of Forgiveness. Today is Faith Radio's Day of Forgiveness. We've been praying in anticipation of this day. We've been um, anticipating. We anticipate that God is going to do a great work in, through, and among us today on this Day of Forgiveness. And so I'm going to encourage you to consider what it means to be a person who is forgiven. I'm going to encourage you to seek the forgiveness of God. And then I'm going to encourage you to extend what you have received from God, this gift of forgiveness. I'm going to encourage you to extend it to others. It's a journey. We recognize that. You could be on any place along that journey. You could be living in unforgiveness right now, in which case we are hoping that today you are going to hear the good news of the gospel in a fresh and a new way that you're going to choose to turn um, toward God who forgives uh, and that you're going to receive what you need most, which is that um, reconciliation with God through Christ, that forgiveness, and that you will begin then to walk in forgiveness. If you've never taken even the first step on that journey, we want to invite you to do that today. If you are a person, uh, you know, for whom the forgiveness uh, path is well-worn, you know that you have needed and asked for and received forgiveness over and over and over and over and over again. We want to walk with you as well. Um, In any case, the best way to engage with us, uh, not only today, but in the days to come on this forgiveness journey, is to text the word FORGIVE to 877-933-2484. Again, text the word FORGIVE to 877-933-2484 and welcome to this day of forgiveness. Our Growing Your Faith verse of the day, this will not surprise you, it is a forgiveness-related verse, comes from Colossians chapter 3. We're going to read verses 12 and 13. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. So there are a lot of conditions laid out here in this passage. This is an if-then passage. This is a since-then passage. This is a having received forgiveness, extend forgiveness to others passage. Um, Passing on to others what we in turn have also received. So what have you received in terms of forgiveness? Um, What have you received in terms of forgiveness? Because that is the reservoir out out of which you have to share um, the gift of forgiveness with others. It is a gift. It's a choice that we make. It's a gift that we give. It's a gift that we can only give because we have received it. And it's a process. It's a journey. 
And so when you think about uh, the forgiveness journey, where are you on the forgiveness journey today? Are you um, acknowledging your own need to be forgiven? So uh, it was explained to me this way once. Now, this goes back to college. And so, you know, in the college context, we might use illustrations that, well, you might you might not have heard in you know, your older adult Bible study class. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever heard this illustration before, but it worked uh, when I was in college. And so I'm going to try it out on you today. This is how I remember it being told. Uh, and again, it's just, you know, remember the context here. But I do think this might help people uh, just understand how much we are forgiven and how open the account is. Because it's not as if Jesus only died upon the cross for the sins that had been committed up until that point. I mean, certainly he died for the sins of the thief on the cross next to him, and he died for the sins of those who were before him. And that is what he said from the cross. Father, forgive them. They don't even know what they're doing. Um, But the forgiveness extends to everything that would then be put on Christ's account. So, I'm sure you've never had this experience of opening up a tab at a bar and leaving it open and allowing everyone present to um, to add to the account. But that is the way forgiveness works. The forgiveness that's offered at the cross isn't just for the sins that had been committed up until that point. Uh, it is for the sin committed by all people of all time in all places. Like it, Jesus opens up a tab and says, put it all on my account, all of them. Leave my leave the tab open. His sacrifice is credited to sinners as righteousness. That is crazy. But that is grace. That is forgiveness. And when we pause long enough to remember that, that it's all on Jesus' account, we will um, be quick to forgive anyone who offends us. And so I invite you today, chosen, holy, beloved fellow Christians, to clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy today, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. Make allowance today for the faults and the sins of others. Forgive anyone who offends you. Out of what reservoir and why? Because the Lord forgave you. And so you must also forgive others. We're going to continue our conversation on this day of forgiveness you want to join us on the journey, text the word FORGIVE to 877-933-2484. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. Dr. Charles Stanley has uh, a book on the topic of forgiveness. It's called The Gift of Forgiveness. And, you know, in the spirit of the gift of forgiveness, we're giving away copies today of The Gift of Forgiveness by Charles Stanley. And so if you recognize that, um, you know what, you need a companion for the journey. You need some counsel, some good counsel along the way. Um, Text the word book to 877-933-2484. Charles Stanley, one of the most influential spiritual leaders of our day, um, and he shares in... um, a very, very personal way about the peace that comes through the gift of forgiveness to us and then uh, how the gift of peace is extended through the gift of forgiveness to others. And so um, if you're saying to yourself today, you know what, I'd like uh, I'd like some counsel on the journey of forgiveness. Um, 
Text the word book to 877-933-2484. This is uh, the Day of Forgiveness here at Faith Radio. You're going to hear programming all day long um, on the topic of forgiveness, and you're going to hear us offer the invitation over and over and over again to forgive, to experience the forgiveness of God in Jesus Christ, and to extend the forgiveness that you have received from God in Christ to others. I acknowledge here at the outset that forgiveness is a choice. You can choose to live in forgiveness, and you can choose to live in unforgiveness. You can choose to live as a person who um, stands guilty beneath the burden of sin, or you can choose to, um, to come to the foot of the cross and to put your sin on Jesus's account and receive the forgiveness that God offers in him. Like you, that's a choice. Either one of those is a choice. Living in unforgiveness toward other people is a choice as well. I will say this, once you have been to the foot of the cross, and if you're a Christian, then you know we got to go there every single day. We got to find ourselves acknowledging who we are at the foot of the cross every single day. Um, but from that posture and from that place, we then become a people who forgive others. And so if you're living in unforgiveness, if you are living in unforgiveness today toward someone else, I'm going to encourage you to go to the foot of the cross. You can't go and deal with that other person until you allow Jesus to deal with you. So forgiveness is a choice. Unforgiveness is a choice. Forgiveness is an act. It's costly. It costs Jesus everything. Um, and yet it is given to us as a gift that's free. So it's a choice. It's an act. It's a gift. It's a journey. It's a process. Um, I'm wondering where you are on the journey of forgiveness today. The text line's open. This is a good opportunity for you to um, ask for prayers about those situations and people whom you're finding it hard to forgive. Um, love to hear where you are on your forgiveness journey. If you want to share something longer um, in terms of your forgiveness story, uh, the story of your journey of forgiveness and where you are on that journey today, you can always email me, carmen at myfaithradio.com. We really do want to engage with you today on the topic of forgiveness. It's essential to understand that forgiveness is a gift. It is a gift that we receive, and then we pass on to others. Um, and it is a gift that must be received in order to be given. You do not have a reservoir <laughs> of your own making. You don't have an account of your own. <laughs> Uh, upon which to draw here. We only have the account of Jesus to draw on here. And so there is this incredible relationship between forgiveness received and reconciliation, the reconciliation we experience with God um, through the, uh, the gift of forgiveness. And then the way that forgiveness becomes the foundation of reconciliation um, in our relationships with one another. I mean, reconciliation is the substantial healing of a broken relationship. And so the first reconciliation we have to experience is that we would be reconciled to God. And then having been reconciled to God in Jesus Christ, we then become what Paul describes as ministers of reconciliation. We become reconcilers. Second Corinthians chapter five is where I would point you. Christ's love compels us, Paul says. We're convicted. We're convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. He died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. 
So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, a new creation has come. The old has gone. The the new is here. And all of this is from God, who did what? Reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave to us the ministry of reconciliation. So in Christ, you are forgiven and you turn and become a person of forgiveness. You experience the peace of God in Christ that passes all understanding and you become a person who sows peace in the world. Paul goes on to say, God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And then committed to us the ministry or the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. As though God were making his appeal through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. And so I implore you today. I implore you today on behalf of Christ. Be reconciled to God. And then out of that experience of reconciliation with God, a substantially healed relationship with the Father through the Son by the power of the Spirit, you can then have a substantially healed relationship with yourself. And then in turn, you can develop substantially healed relationships with others. How? By extending to them what you in turn have also received. The grace of God, the forgiveness of God in Christ Jesus. It is a journey. It is a process. It has to start somewhere. And so I encourage you today to begin your forgiveness journey at the foot of the cross. We've got some stories of God's reconciling love uh, to share next about the journey of forgiveness. You are listening to Mornings with Carmen. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast of Mornings with Carmen. As you know, this is a rebroadcast of the live radio show we do on the Faith Radio Network every day. There is a lot going on at Faith Radio Tons of free resources waiting for you to take advantage of and share with others at MyFaithRadio.com. Be sure to check us out on social media as well. Um, This is a community of believers, and we gather together here, and we all need prayer. And, well, we'd love to pray for you. The Faith Radio team is serious about prayer. We pray for specific requests every single week when we gather on Tuesdays and Thursdays as a staff. So share your prayer request with us anonymously and securely on our website at MyFaithRadio.com and then be assured of our prayers for you in the spirit of Christ. Check it all out at MyFaithRadio.com. Do you remember a couple of years ago um, that CNN uh, did this thing called the Redemption Project with Van Jones? So... The the project was to enter into those spaces and places where a grievous sin had been committed. In most cases, a life had been taken and a person had been held responsible by the criminal justice system and incarcerated. Um, and what CNN was wondering which is curious, right? What CNN was wondering is what would happen? What would happen if we were able to bring those people into some kind of relationship with each other? What might happen for the person who is guilty of the grievous crime, the grievous sin? Um, What might happen um, to the person who had experienced the substantial loss? And so Van Jones embarked on what we now know as the Redemption Project. It's interesting that they use the word, right? Redemption. 
Um, the lead piece um, in the Redemption Project was uh, headed this way. This was the heading. His daughter was murdered, and this is why he sat down um, at the feet of her killer and forgave him. So it was the story of um, Donald Lacey um, and uh, his beautiful daughter, um, and her death at the age of 16 at the hands of a person who chose to do evil. And um, the process, the journey of forgiveness and the substantial healing that took place, not only in the life of the person who experienced forgiveness, which is substantial and amazing, but the story of um, what happens in a father's heart who who experiences forgiveness and then in turn is able to um, forgive another, even for doing the most horrendous of things. It's the story of Chris Singleton as well. We've had Chris here on the show. It's been eight years now since uh, a young white man with a heart filled with hate and a backpack filled with weapons, a mind filled with confusion, um, entered into the Mother Emanuel Church in Charleston, South Carolina, and actually sat down for a Bible study, the entire length of the Bible study, with a dozen black church members and their pastor. Um, At the end of the study, that young white man opened that backpack, and then he opened fire. He killed nine people. He injured a tenth. Among those fatalities was the uh, senior pastor. But another one of the victims was Chris Singleton's mom. Chris... um, has not only been on this show, but has talked about his forgiveness journey publicly. Chris has now um, been allowing God to transform that evil done against him and against many others and against the people whose skin is the color of his skin into a, a radiantly beautiful life that leads others to build bridges of forgiveness across divisions between us that are, are deep and wide. He is my forgiveness exemplar. Anytime I am tempted to imagine that someone has done something to me or my family for which they cannot be forgiven, I ask God to bring Chris Singleton to mind. He is a man living without a mother. He is a man living in, um, in skin um, that other people hate simply for the color of it. And he is living a beautiful life leading others to build bridges of forgiveness and reconciliation in the culture today. Who is your forgiveness exemplar? Maybe it is the person who has forgiven you. Obviously, Jesus is our ultimate forgiveness exemplar. But I don't know about you. Sometimes I need an exemplar, um, you know, who's walking around in the world today to whom I can look for inspiration and encouragement. So I look to Chris Singleton. To whom do you look? Who is your forgiveness exemplar? Maybe you could send them a note or text them today um, or even find them on social media and say, you know what? Thank you for being an example of forgiveness. Um, I'm, I'm on the forgiveness journey as well, and you give me inspiration along the way. We are um, going to talk to some folks Today, um, who have experienced forgiveness, who are extending forgiveness, who are experiencing it and, uh, 
We're hoping this is an encouragement to you on your forgiveness journey. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LaBerge. Let's go upwards with Max Lucado. Hey, thank you for those of you engaging on the text line. If you've got a forgiveness testimony to offer, I'd encourage you to do so. Uh, Nikki just recently texted in. This is a this is a powerful. Um, again, this is profound. Um, so thank you, Nikki, for sharing this. Nikki says, "Forgiving the man who murdered my mother was the best process I ever did for myself. It's actually the most wonderful gift from God, and it's difficult, but worth every tear." Um, and the work to get there, 14 months of preparation and then almost eight hours of face-to-face with this man in 2001. Nikki, thank you for that testimony. Thank you for walking this journey of forgiveness today. Thank you for uh, entrusting us with your forgiveness experience, and we uh, pray for you. I, I recognize it's a journey that never ends, and we also acknowledge that you miss your mom. And it... Um, and what you've experienced is substantial. And so thank you for sharing that testimony with us today. If you've got a forgiveness testimony to share, um, encourage you to text me 877-933-2484. This is the day of forgiveness. We're going to, um, we're going to talk with Matt Hammett. He is a singer and songwriter, formerly, formerly of uh, Sanctus Real. We're going to talk a little bit about church hurt, There is forgiveness that needs to take place in the life of the family of God. Um, And so um, we're going to deal with that subject matter today as well. It is the day of forgiveness here at Faith Radio. Join us by texting the word FORGIVE to 877-933-2484. Remember that text line is open for anything you need to communicate with me today. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. What fun to have Matt Hammett back with us today. Um, you will recall our conversation that we had about his son uh, and the story related to Bowen, and that's Bowen's Heart. Um, you can check that out again at bowensheart.com. Matt's joining us today um, on this day of forgiveness to talk about forgiveness, but also to talk about that in the context of church hurt. It is not only a song, but a seven-day life after church hurt devotional. Matt Hammett, welcome back to Mornings with Carmen. Hey, Carmen, thanks so much for having me on. Glad to be here. With yeah, you guys. yeah, we're so we're so glad to reconnect. So, um, let's just start with this on this day of forgiveness. Maybe just reflect on an experience that you've had of forgiveness, um, or our sense of need for forgiveness and the power of it in our lives. Oh man, well, you know, since we're kind of on the topic of church here, uh, I will say like. You know, so many things in our lives that we experience that causes pain. It's so hard to know how to let those things go. And my earliest experience, I think, of not just kind of deep wound for, for me, but for my parents was when I was 10 years old, I remember driving away from the only church that my parents had ever served at and since I was born. And my dad was a deacon and my mom volunteered and taught Sunday school and, um, you know, one day the board of elders approached the pastor about something that was going on in the church. And um, that Sunday, he just asked, publicly asked our family along with some others to leave. And I remember driving away just like, man, what happened? And my parents were such an amazing example of 
grace and forgiveness because as we drove away from that church, what they said to me was, Matthew, we still love our pastor and we still mm. love these people mm. and we're, we're hurt, of course. But you know what? We know at the heart of it that they're just people. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. man, like what a lesson. Now, I'm not saying you just move on immediately, right? Like obviously right. I'm still talking about this because it affected our family and there was still some sort of pain there. But I can honestly say that throughout the years, as I've experienced, not obviously not just uh, hurt in the context of families of faith, but you know, my own marriage or with friends, it's it's been one of those things. I think just to reflect, you know, on 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 forgiveness and what Christ has done for us isn't always easy to just go there. I applaud my parents, but I know there was more to it. I know it wasn't that simple for them, but they did model for me. Um, an attitude of grace that I think has helped me along the way. I'm I'm recalling that you really beautifully recount, recount that story in its fullness um, in your book, Lead Me. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking you were like eight years old. Uh, and so that's an imprint. That's a powerful story of your parents demonstrating grace and, and modeling for you something that, you know, as you've noted, would you would need to repeat um, throughout the course yeah. of your life and, and seek from others as well. There's a difference. Um, there's a difference in blaming God uh, for things that people do to us, including church people, and and yet authentically feeling the pain. Like even in telling the story, like your parents are acknowledging, like we are hurt. Talk about the. I mean that truth. Like when the church hurts, the church hurts. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think. There's, there's a journey to this song and this devotional. And it starts with that empathetic place that you're talking about, which is, hey, the hurt is real. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't just go away, um, which is why we have to deal with it. And which is why I wanted to start with, with empathy, because, you know, it's, it's a hard place to be when you're hurting and you feel like no one understands your pain. And so I thought that was important to start there. But then, you know, the second question I ask uh, in this journey is where are we putting our faith? Is it in God or is it in people? And that was another lesson my parents taught me, you know, Hey, we put our faith in God, not in people. And ultimately that allows us right to still, even though we feel hurt, it allows us to have perspective on where we can turn in our hurt and we can turn to God. And then, you know, the, I guess the, the really, final question right of all this is yeah how how do i forgive in that and you know we look in matthew 6 7 jesus teaches us how to pray and he asks us to pray you know for those who have hurt us to forgive others and that god will forgive us too and remembering that jesus was the very first one to feel church hurt when Mm. one of his 12 judas betrayed him to death and even to have his father you know have to turn his face toward him so that he could take our place on that cross and i think if we remember that jesus felt at first and even he loved broken people and even he calls us to pray for those who have hurt us and forgive others um man i think if we can get our perspective there as god helping at feeling at first empathizing with us sending his son, helping teach us to forgive, 
then I think we can find our way. We're talking with Matt Hammett. Um, We're talking about his song, Church Hurt. We're also talking about a free downloadable seven-day Church Hurt devotional, Life After Church Hurt. You can find all of it at Matt Hammett, H-A-M-M-I-T-T. Uh-huh. I got to expand my screen. Dot com. Mm-hmm. To know which which dot uh, which dot we were using, matthammett.com. Um, in particular, we're going to hone in um, on the lyrics of the song, um, and as they pace us toward the day seven in the devotional, which does lift up this teaching of Jesus in the Lord's Prayer. When Jesus teaches us to pray, that the Father would not only give us this day our daily bread, but then forgive us this day as we forgive, like. How do you experience those realities as connected to each other? That's up next here on Mornings with Carmen. Do you have something or someone you need to forgive? Forgiveness is something we cannot live long nor well without. And every day we have opportunities to seek forgiveness from God and others and respond to others when they need us to forgive them. I have been forgiven much, and I find that it's out of that resource or that reservoir of forgiveness that I am able to forgive those who have sinned against me. I also find that when I am unforgiving, it reveals that I've neglected time with the Lord. I've lost perspective on my own need for grace over and over and over again. So if you need a forgiveness booster or a forgiveness refresh, join us on the journey of forgiveness. Text the word FORGIVE to 877 877- Nine three three two four eight four. We'll engage with you over a series of text messages that will encourage you in your journey of forgiveness as we each face the challenge to pass on to others what we need every day. Forgiveness in Jesus Christ. Text the word forgive to 877-933-2484. Continuing our conversation with Matt Hammett on this Day of Forgiveness here at Faith Radio. Uh, We're talking about Matt's song, Church Hurt. Matt, um, take us into some of the lyrics. Is there there a a phrase, a stanza, a few words that like stand out to you that are like, that's that's the crushing line? Yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, I think at the end of the song, Mm -hmm. when it talks about, you know, Jesus his heart hurts. He felt it first. But I think to me, the the pivot here is he was the one who felt the most pain. He felt all of our pain and his own pain. He felt the sting of death, but he still loved imperfect people. And in that he did the work to heal the church. And I think when we look at, um, I, I think, you know, one of my pastors, gosh, I think it was like a year or two ago, said this thing that just stuck with me. He said, we're not working toward victory. We are working from victory. Amen. And even though we don't feel that eternal healing yet, the work is finished. And we have the opportunity in Christ to be able to know that he can heal us. And as we talked about before, the pain is real, but he's done the work. And he felt the first. And I just, I just think like... I go, if Jesus can love people who betrayed him in such, I mean, even like, I mean, to literally what is the worst end in this life, which is death, um, then he can certainly help us love imperfect people as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of Jesus literally on the cross, 
experiencing little literal excruciation like that you know i mean that and and yet looking and saying father forgive them they know yeah. not what they do um yeah. i mean when we consider um how hurt jesus is on our behalf um it does help to put our pain our own pain um, into perspective, particularly when our pain is the result of Christians sinning against us. Yeah. Um, I'm reading this. Uh, you say, when I wrote the song, Church Hurt, I knew it would stir up much bigger conversations than I could cover in a four-minute song. Um, it's also more, Matt, than we can cover in you know a 15-minute conversation. So invite yeah. people um, into this devotional experience, this seven-day devotional that's available for free download um, at Matt's website, Matt Hammett, H-A-M-M-I-T-T dot com. Yeah. You know, one of the things we do acknowledge in this devotional is that church hurt has a broad spectrum of pain. You know, I know there are those people out there who are like, hey, <laughs> I was abused. I was, you know, manipulated. I went through maybe some serious deep trauma that there is a, there is a, a number of people perhaps even listening who've gone through some deep trauma and they need to seek, you know, a, a deeper form of counseling and healing with some people they really can trust some, some counselors. Um, but I think there's also a lot of people if they don't fall in that category, who've simply felt the pain of broken relationships maybe some form of what they felt was betrayal. Um, just, you know, the complications that come when you invite a bunch of broken people into one to do life mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. um, I think, and there's so many of us who felt that. And this devotional really was designed to help us just walk through being able to share our story, maybe with somebody that we trust, you know, to open it back up because that, as hard as it is, healing starts when we face the reality of what really happened. We're able to talk about it with someone, you know, not gossip about it, but just speak openly with someone we can trust about it. You know, look at the lies that we've told ourselves, perhaps, about the story. Look at who the church really is, which is, you know, we say the church as a, it's, it's again, that's part of this song where I'm like, I call it church, right? It's like, but it opens up this whole idea of who is the church. Is it the church in general? Look at who really hurt you. Or is it just a couple people in the church that have hurt you? You know, and then leads us into basically that healing process of looking at Jesus, how he felt the same pain. You know, what is my responsibility in all of this when it comes to moving towards healing? And then how do I forgive? And so, like you said, people can download it for free. Uh, matthammett.com. There's no strings attached at all. We, yeah, I mean, you can download it. You can share it with as many people as you want. You can print it for a small group, whatever you want to do. We wrote this just to minister to people who are going through this, this pain that so many of us have felt. Hey, I want to give you the opportunity to give a shout out um, to the friend um, who labored with you in this effort, because none of us does this journey alone. And I, um, I appreciate yep. that, um, you know, that even in writing the devotional and offering it, like, you didn't try to do it on your own. No. Yeah. So my buddy, Eric Newberry, who uh, works in missions at our church, he travels all over the world just caring for, you know, people in need, which is just 
has an awesome ministry there with the mission work. And then he also does ministry with young adults at our church. But Eric has experienced, you know, his own church here. And he writes about it in the devotional as well and is vulnerable enough to come alongside me and share his story and for us to work together to say, what is this this short but powerful journey that we can share with people? And then Nikki Parks, who uh, has a ministry called HeartWorks uh, out of Colorado Springs. She jumped in and did the editing work to make sure everything was tidied up and reading properly. And so, it, yeah, it takes a team to do it. And I'm so grateful they jumped in with me on this. Yeah, I love that um, because I think that too often we imagine that everything we do, I mean, even as a quote unquote solo artist, right? It, you're not a solo artist, yeah. even though I'm the voice that people hear on Mornings with Carmen. Uh, this is certainly not done um, on my own or by myself. I mean, if Paul Perot didn't do what he does every day, this literally wouldn't happen. Um, if the people who support the Ministry of Faith Radio, I mean, you know, it's just like on and on and on and on and on. And so um, I appreciate that about you and the way that um, you're bringing this forward, because I do think that on the path to healing, like we have to recognize that we can't disengage from the body of Christ. Like we are individually members of of him and so yes. we can't um, we can't imagine that well then i can survive out here on my own because i've been hurt by the body you know i can somehow cut myself off from it and that's just not that's just not how it works yeah those lies that we tell ourselves you know about who we are or maybe who others think that we are we you know this is something we actually approach in the book as well it's like you know all these imaginations that we about relational pain especially like what they might think about me what they might be saying about me you know how they might really feel or not feel and there's no way to mend that or heal that unless we come face to face with other people who can help us see the truth and that's a huge part that community of other people just living um and in this with us and walking through this with us you're absolutely right apart from that we absolutely cannot um, Matt Hammett, I want to give you an opportunity to give people an update on Bowen. If you guys remember our prior conversation with Matt, um, it was about his son Bowen and Bowen's heart, um, all kinds of ministry resources related to that. Uh, and you can check it all out at bowensheart.com. But Matt, I, um, I, I want you to have an opportunity to give us an update. Yeah, thanks for asking. So just this past year, a few couple months ago, we actually took him into um, kind of a new clinic that he's, I guess, graduated into per se after his last surgery. They call it the Fontan Clinic. So for kids who've had the series of surgeries that he's had. And man, they said that his heart is among the top that they've seen in terms of mm. his health and his body. And I, we were just blown away by that. Like we were just so touched that He's doing so well, and we know so many people have prayed for him. Um, you know, when we made the documentary Bowen's Heart, we went into that not knowing how things would turn out. And now to look after that third surgery when he was eight, and now he's 12, and he's doing so good. And we were at the water park yesterday just having a blast. You know, it's funny because we made that documentary, and in the, in the pool, the, a big kind of recurring thing was he's in the pool, he's turning blue, he can't breathe real well. And then so yesterday to be at the water park all day mm. long and just see that he had so much more stamina and he enjoyed himself and he didn't tuck her out. Uh, 
man, we're just so grateful for where he's at. I um I appreciate that you continue to give us a window into your family and the journey that you all um, are walking with the Lord and with one another and in community with others and um and I know that you you know just have a heart for for families who are walking similarly difficult journeys with um you know with kids who have yes. a, a variety of many challenges and so <clears throat> I just wanted to say thank you for that and highlight it again for our listeners so that's bowensheart.com if you want to catch up on that story if you missed it um, in our prior conversation with Matt Hammett um, and I really encourage you to go to matthammett.com, H-A-M-M-I-T-T. Um, download, um, download this incredible resource, um, Life After Church Hurt. I mean, all of us have uh, had experiences of church hurt of various kinds. We certainly are in a time when people have been church hurt. And so walking with others in in forgiveness and into recovery um, is really a profound ministry, and this is a great resource um, to assist us in that journey. So, Matt, as always, thank you so much for your time and for joining us today. Carmen, thank you so much. Really appreciate you have uh, this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. That's Matt Hammett. This is the Day of Forgiveness on Faith Radio. Today is the day of forgiveness here at Faith Radio. Every day is a day of forgiveness, but we're highlighting it today in our conversations. Um, And we're giving things away related to forgiveness. We want to invite you on Journey of Forgiveness. You do that by texting the word FORGIVE to 877-933-2484. We're also giving away copies of Charles Stanley's The Gift of Forgiveness. Um, It's a wonderful book that will guide, direct be a companion on your journey of forgiveness. If you'd like to enter the drawing for the copies of Charles Stanley's The Gift of Forgiveness we have to give away, text the word BOOK to 877-933-2484. Yeah, you know, warm up your phone. Text us something. Thank you for those of you engaging on the text line, sharing your stories of forgiveness, sharing your prayer requests related to your need for forgiveness or your need to forgive. Um, Thank you. Um, Thank you so much. Um, for those of you who missed the website for Matt Hammett, um, mm-hmm. Paul and I will look that up because I don't have it in my notes in front of me. <laughs> MattHammett.com. So MattHammett.com. Yeah. So there you go. You can find the resources there that we talked um, with Matt about. Um, we got a couple of minutes here, so let me um, <clears throat> let me offer you a definition of forgiveness that Thomas Watson uses and I like it because it's a little more robust. Uh it's got it's got some pieces and parts in it that I think are helpful. So when you think about forgiveness and we think about forgiving others, um Thomas Watson includes in his definition that it is resisting revenge. So when we want the person who has sinned against us to experience something bad, when we want when we want um yeah when we want something other for them than we would want from ourselves like right when we we want the mercy rule for ourselves but not for them <clears throat> i have a mercy rule story here quickly so uh i went to the university of florida undergrad and uh i have a dear friend lloyd who is a huge fan 
of the LSU Tigers. It doesn't matter what they're playing. He's he's a huge fan. So he was uh, obviously engaged with me uh, this week because the LSU Tigers were playing the Florida Gators in the um, college baseball World Series. World Series. <clears throat> now, uh, on the second night, um, the LSU Tigers could have benefited from a mercy rule because the Gators just pummeled them. But I didn't really think about offering uh, the Tigers a mercy rule uh, uh, on in, during game two at all. It never occurred to me. But let me just tell you that in game three, man, I was just so wishing there were a mercy rule because we were getting crushed. And I texted my friend, hey, maybe there could be a mercy rule. And he's like, yeah, where was that last night? And I'm like, last night? What What are you talking about? And he's like, when we needed mercy. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I wasn't. I wasn't thinking about mercy for you guys. I was just thinking about mercy for my guys. Yeah, resist revenge, Thomas Watson's uh, opening line when he talks about forgiveness. Not returning evil for evil. So it's not just that I'm resisting revenge um, or resisting desiring that bad things would happen to the person who did bad to me, but that I genuinely would not return evil for evil. And beyond that, that I would wish them well, that I would actually desire goodness for them, that I would pray for them, that I would grieve at their calamities, that I would pray for their welfare, that I would seek reconciliation with them so far as it depends on me. And, and when they need it, that I would rush to their aid when they are in distress. Forgiveness isn't um, like a casual set of words. I forgive you. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Forgiveness is deep and wide and ongoing, and it is about being Jesus-y. To err is human. To forgive we used to say that it's divine, but it's Jesus-y. It's specifically Jesus-y. It's not just in some basic way divine. It's Jesus-y, and it can be lived out. You can forgive others as you have been forgiven. I can forgive others as I have been forgiven. It is possible. But I can only give to others what I have received. I don't have a reservoir of my own. I only have the depths of the love of God in Christ Jesus. And I have to go and draw from them. So I got to go back to the foot of the cross. I got to acknowledge my own need for forgiveness, my own sin, my own broken relationship, my own brokenness. And then from the grace that I'm given, I can pour out grace to others. I can be a minister of reconciliation, a conduit of the forgiving love of God to other people, to pass along to others what I, in turn, have also received. How do you define forgiveness? What does it look like in your life? Do you need it today? Are you extending it to others? Today is the day of forgiveness. We got another hour. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Carmen LeBurge. Podcasts like this are available because of your support. If it's important to you to hear things that encourage your faith, click the link in the show notes to give now. And thanks.